0: This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to season two of Civic View. My name is Chance Levins and I'm your digital media specialist here at the City of Crestview. The goal of Civic View is to keep our citizens informed and entertained while maintaining a sense of transparency between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we value that communication as well as civic engagement. And we hope this podcast will continue to be a source of both. So. Let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. Uh, In today's episode, I have two guests from our fire department. I'm kind of excited about it, actually. I have our fire chief, um, Tony Holland, as well as uh, one of our captains from Station 3, uh, Matt Cunningham. And both these gentlemen have been with the fire department for over 10 years. Matt's been with the fire department for 13, and Tony's been with us for 27. Is that correct, Tony?
1: That is correct. 27 awesome. years.
0: Um, Matt was also a Marine, So, or is a Marine. I'm sorry. Oh, a Marine, Yeah. yeah so, sorry oh, Marine. i sorry about that. Thank you for your service, sir. And thank you both for your service to the Crestview and our citizens. Thank you. Um, so the reason why I'm having these uh, gentlemen on the show today is because we just got some exciting news. Uh, I believe it was last week, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, as some of you who pay attention to what's going on in tallahassee the governor approved the budget for um, this upcoming year and in it was two million dollars for the city of crestview for some projects and seven hundred thousand dollars of that that's right seven hundred thousand uh, dollars was for a fire training tower that we're going to build right here in the city to help uh, us train our firefighters along with the other firefighters and organizations within the north end of the county and if they're really nice, we might let the south end come up and use it every now and then, <laughs> maybe. Um, no, uh, but so um, let's let's talk about that some. Um, Matt, you are on the uh, uh, you're the chairman, excuse me, of our uh, safety and training committee for the fire department here in town. Is
2: that correct? That's right, Chance.
0: And uh, so um, first of all, let me uh, let's before we go full on into the fire tower, can you just tell me a little bit about? Um, about that, about the training committee and, and why you guys felt like you needed the fire
2: tower and stuff like that? Sure, following uh, Chief Everidge's departure here several years back, who was our training chief, uh, left some pretty big uh, shoes to fill. So we tried doing that with the best minds in Crestview. So we have a few captains and a few lieutenants uh, that get together quarterly and try to come up with best training scenarios and to put on the best training that we can for our firefighters. But we obviously have the void right now of not having actual grounds to do so. We currently have two Connex boxes and some props at station three. But it's really not sufficient for a 49 man apartment to operate with. So a training tower, it's going to be a tremendous, tremendous asset to us.
0: Awesome. So, so when we, so let's kind of like paint a picture if we can with words. Uh, so a training tower essentially is going to be a place for you guys to practice uh, structure fire drills. I mean, but you can probably practice other types of
2: drills and. In- Things like that in it as well, right? Not just uh, like an active fire? Yes, yeah, so it's going to be, uh, it's always going to be grounds. I mean, the structure itself is going to be mainly for training for structure fires. It's going to be four stories. Uh, the main part of the building is going to be about two stories. So it's going to be a lot of, you know, how to get into buildings, forcing entry. We can conduct live burns. We can do hose stretches within the facility and the local grounds too. We can have other areas for, you know, uh, to work with apparatuses or the trucks. And uh, it's just going to encompass training all in one now
0: now the tower is going to go on some property
2: that i know we we own that property already and that
0: that's something that we we have so we're utilizing some space that we already currently own as a city um i know right now behind station three right next to our a brand new skate park and the awesome rc park we have we have an area where you guys were doing car uh like i don't know what to call it, extraction drills vehicle <laughs> extrication, yeah, extraction. Vehicle extrication. Yes, sir. yeah i filmed some of that's really cool stuff um
2: but uh are you guys going to continue to do that there you can move that to the property where the tower is as well hopefully so chance we're uh, hopefully this is gonna be an annual drill for us uh, as we know uh, you know firefighters cut people out of vehicles and it, it's uh one of the things that we can actually you know save a life with so we would like to train on that annually and we've done it for the past two years and we'd like to keep it going and hopefully we can do it at the grounds also
0: okay so so we're kind of gonna take this as an opportunity to centralize uh the training for the fire department and like i said some of the other ones some of the volunteer fire departments
1: like north okaloosa and north okaloosa holt uh blackman uh baker uh dorcas Uh, we're hoping to get all the men uh with their letters Uh, they had letters of support which actually helped us uh, secure the grant for the for the tower um so i like to you know Proceed on basically saying this is kind of like a North County uh, training facility that we can actually all get together, do uh, multi-company training drills with them and everything else. And I know with the volunteers, it gets hard for them because they can put on classes to become Firefighter one. Uh, But to be Firefighter 2 certified, you have to go through live burns and then to try to get that scheduled with using the towers down on the south end. uh, I know Fort Walton Beach has been absolutely fabulous in helping and working with us on getting that done. But with this being up in the north end, now the volunteers can come here and be closer to their jurisdiction. So in case of responses, they're not that far out of their jurisdiction.
0: Yeah, I imagine it's probably not fun to have a fire when 80% of everyone is, uh, is down <laughs> all the way on Walsh. the other side of a, of the uh, county. Of an air force base. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, I mean it, some people might, you know, why do we need two separate ones or something like that? Well, it's because it's, I mean, the, our County's large and, yes. um, we're kind of spread out and we are separated because of the, you know, the reservation and things like that. Um, but I, I'm excited for it for me. Cause I, I'm going to be able to do some really cool footage,
1: I think, and have some fun, uh, and also too, well. uh, the police department will be able to use this facility to be able to do building clearings. Um, there can use our, attack rescue or their uh, tactical team can use it for repelling off the side. Um, so they can actually utilize this building as well. So. Okay,
0: awesome. So um, Matt, we know it's seven hundred thousand. I'm gonna guess that that's uh, there's a, we're not gonna get into the numbers on that. I see you got a sheet there. It's got numbers <laughs> on <and> it. <I'm laughs> from Yeah, there's a large that line that item apart. budget here. <laughs> but essentially, can you can you kind of just like I said, we were gonna paint a picture. We
2: we painted the picture of what what we're gonna do with it. Can you kind of give us an idea of what it's actually going to be? it's going to be uh basically a tower uh one side is going to be four stories uh the bottom floor is obviously going to be the largest and then the second floor is going to be a little bit smaller of a footprint than the uh than the first floor but uh to put in perspective it's it's 22 foot wide by 60 foot long so you know it's it's not extremely large it's basically a rectangle that's about 1200 square feet And we'll have the capabilities obviously four floors to hopefully be repelling off of it and it's going to have several uh props built into it itself it'll have breakaway doors it'll have um we'll be able to do vertical ventilation on the top simulating operating saws and uh, there's going to be several different ways that, that firefighters are going to have the capabilities to train within it
0: okay and then it will be tall enough for you guys to kind of utilize that brand new ladder truck we got too right that is correct and then that's uh so I, i'm just dropping that in there for Ch- chief uh chief hall in there a little bit he was it was something we were, we're very excited about so within the last i guess it would be probably two years we're we got a new ladder truck and we're gonna have a new uh, we're gonna a have a fire tower facility. so and that's good because Cressy's growing and we need to be able to keep up with that so absolutely i think it's a it's a great asset for all of us um now i, I do want to stop real fast and and say you know um we we got this uh, fire tower, um, and that's awesome. But I also want to say to you guys, you know, you guys have worked through probably one of the more challenging uh, years um, that you've had over the last year as first responders dealing with COVID and everything that we've been going through with that. And um, I, I can't imagine, you know, I mean, I'm just, I talk on a microphone or in front of a camera or behind a keyboard most of the time. And it was uh, frustrating for me to have to deal with it. So I want to say thank you. Uh, Matt, thank you to you for everything you guys had to deal with all of the Crestview Fire Department, all of all of our first responders. Um, I, I'm i sure it's been it's been challenging for many of you. Um, and I, I just wanted to, to just note that, you know, that I, I I'm fascinated by the fact that that you guys put yourselves in danger and do what you do, um, you know, because you want to? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks Chance. We appreciate it. it. Yeah. Um no, so 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 I want to I want to I want to talk about that a little bit. So I want to learn a little bit about who is uh Captain Matt Cunningham while I have you here and as Uh-oh. as well as who is uh Fire Chief Holland. Um so you have been with us for 13 years. Um you you we talked about you being a marine again. Thank you for your service on that. And now you I asked you a little bit before we got started. You've you pretty much
2: became a firefighter immediately after getting out of the military. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, I wanted to do it uh, following high school, and actually wanted to do it in the military. Um, but it was just a sought-after, top-heavy position that, even when I got out, I still wanted to do it. So uh, that's what brought me here. So what? So what is your? What is your like? What's the thing that you like to do most as a firefighter? As a firefighter, yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing like advancing a hose line into a burning structure, honestly. There's nothing that compares to it.
0: Okay, so let's remove the firefighter vernacular from that and uh, explain to me what that means. fire, Chance. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: that's the best. Uh, yeah, You don't enjoy seeing people hurt or injured, and you, you definitely want to take care of the public the best you possibly can. Um, but, you know, uh, still type A, uh, you know, personalities that, that love to do this job. Yeah, I,
0: I imagine it can be a um, a shock to the system when you go from um, being in a neutral state, so to speak, at the firehouse, you know, getting just waiting. And then all of a sudden you got that call and you guys got to go and you you kind of get an understanding from dispatch. Like I when I had you know the dispatchers on, we talked about that some, but you don't really know what you're in for until you really get there and see what's going
2: on. And um I imagine that can be kind of like a yo-yo sometimes. It can be. It's uh, you know, you don't want to quote force Gump, but it is, you know, you never know what you're gonna get. It's, yeah, that's true. in the fire service. Yeah.
0: Um. No. I, I can. I imagine. Um. I'm. You know. I think anytime we have uh, employees on here that have been with us for a long time, I I love that because. Uh. I love working for the city. I've been here now for getting real close to two years and. I I enjoy what's going on. I appreciate uh, what we're doing as a city, you know, what city manager's doing, what we're doing as a council. I like to see that from, from what I've seen from you, from you guys, when I've I've done things with you, done things with Corey and participated with the fire department, you guys seem to be pretty uh, excited about what's going on in Crestview as well. And um, I always enjoy when we have some kind of event and I get to go down and we see, you know, all the little kids and the fire trucks and, and everybody um, super excited about that. Uh, I I do have a question for you, um, Tony, we, so because of the 4th of July event that we had last year, there was a section of that that was going to have to do with, um, like you guys had the fire trucks and then we were going to have some other equipment, things like that. And that all got canceled. Is there anything like that that we're going to do, um, this year at some point, or are we still kind of laying low on that because of COVID?
1: Uh, yeah, we're still kind of laying low just a little bit until we really get uh, a little bit more better, um, with the COVID, uh, just for the fact of, uh, the, smokehouse that we actually have for the kids for to teach them how to get out of a house everything else it's inflatable but they're all in there you know we we don't send them in one at a time it's more of a kind of like a group thing so we just want to take every safety precaution that we possibly can so we'll probably hold off one more year okay and uh, probably then after following that we'll start getting back to our normal routines and getting that thing out and getting it inflated because the kids absolutely love it yeah they love jumping out the window and having a air pad to jump on i and, want to do that can i do uh, that oh absolutely let's the gopro absolutely. to
0: my uh, head over there and dive right out the window onto the i'm sure that my wife will love that um okay so, yeah all right so as far as so that so are you matt do you have
2: anything to do with the with civilian training or is that all captain winkler Or how mainly it falls under captain winkler okay. publica well, fire prevention and he does a great job with it um like i said we haven't visited schools as much as we'd like to but this next year we we're, i know he's planning on getting us out again okay cool yeah i think that was something he and i had had a
0: conversation about um not on the radio uh but uh, that we were going to try to start doing that again and he was i think he's pretty excited i'm sure the kids are excited to be able to do stuff like that too i always remember when i was a kid you know everybody would show up but the, you know they're they, we would have these days where they'd bring some Cops, firefighters, ambulance, uh, you know, big like a career day. Yeah, kind of, but it would be like equipment, right? Yeah. So we so then when you'd have like some tractors and some dump trucks and it's everybody wanted to go to the fire truck. It's like <laughs> it's... everybody likes the fire truck, You've got all the neat toys. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, so well, I got a, little, got a little lost in nostalgia there for a minute. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, I want to switch over to you, uh, Chief Holland, for a moment. So you've been with us for
1: 27 years. Yes, sir. Have you been with the fire department through that entire time? Yes, sir. I started out as a uh, volunteer. I uh, graduated high school in 92. Um, during the, my senior year in school, uh, what actually attracted me to the fire department was we did a video uh, called Operation Grad Night. And uh, so I had to come up here because uh, I played obvi- <laughs> obviously a one of the drunk teens that were in a car. <laughs> uh, though I wasn't driving, but I wasn't a passenger of one. So uh, I guess you could say, believe it or not, I was a good kid. I didn't partake in any alcohol until I was 21. So I really didn't know how uh, somebody acted when they're drunk. So I spent a lot of time at the fire department. Uh, talking with the crews and finding out what exactly they do when they get on scene. And then I was started to ask them questions about patients. How do patients act when they're intoxicated and all that? And the one man, and I am going to mention his name, uh, chief, uh, Rick Sanders. Uh, he was the man, uh, he was a fire marshal here with Crestview. He was here for many, many years. Uh, he was the man that brought me on board, um, hanging out with him and talking with him just got me so fired up about the fire department that uh, when I graduated uh, we had an old catalog and if anybody remembers we had the old OWCC catalog and I saw firefighting on there and I told uh, my mom asked me she said what are you going to do and I was like I think I want to become a firefighter she wasn't happy at the time but yeah. uh she saw that that's where uh, I needed to be and uh, so I started out as a volunteer uh, got hired on chief trailer came aboard he hired me on I went through standards with him, which that was a fun, challenging okay, time. Okay, what, what is, I heard Matt mention that too. What is standards? What is it? Uh, it's our certification. Uh, to be uh, to work for a fire department full-time, you have to be uh, fire service uh, trained, and so therefore you have to go through the fire college and get uh, your fire standards, which back in my time it was, I think, six months course. What is it now? Yeah, it, it goes by hours. I think they're right at 450 hours. Yeah, and so now I was down like around the 250, 300 type hours. So uh, they keep gradually going up and they just uh, teach you all the basics and everything. And then you take a state test and then you get, if they pass everything, uh, then you get certified as a firefighter too. And then you can get hired on anywhere as a full-time firefighter so with
0: your first one you can be like a volunteer firefighter yes or?
1: with firefighter one you can be a, a volunteer actually you can be a volunteer without it but they encourage you to go to the classes get firefighter one and then with firefighter one you can't go inside burning buildings you have to have your fire two to actually go inside burning buildings so a lot of uh, volunteers that are just firefighter one they can respond to ems calls motor vehicle accidents On fire scenes, they're usually dependent on on getting equipment, setting up a rehab area for the crews, and just helping out on scene and not necessarily going inside uh, to fight fires. But um, out of the 27 years, uh, like I said, I started out as a volunteer, got hired on, was a three years as a firefighter. I was about six months to nine months as a lieutenant. Then I spent a lot of my time as a captain, and then I slowly graduated up to become a battalion chief in inspections. Uh, then I became the assistant chief and fire marshal. Then I became the deputy chief over operations. Uh, and then as uh, chief trailer was heading out the door, um, the current, the mayor at the time, uh, mayor, uh, David Cadle, uh, did an interview and everything else and hired me as the fire chief of Cresby, which I'll be honest with you. I never saw that coming. Never imagined being the fire chief. I was happy being a deputy chief in operations hands on. Um, but looking back and everything else, I wouldn't change it for the world. Cool.
0: Well, I'm I'm glad, you know, I'm I've only known you as the fire chief while I've been here, but I think you do a great job. I think our fire department does a great job in general. Yes, they do. Um, but uh so <laughs> all right. So I, I prepped Matt for this a little bit, but I might I might test you with it. Um so what I tend to do usually when we get around this point in the uh, podcast is um, I usually ask uh, ask a question that I haven't prepared anyone for. All right. Um, yeah, you thought I was going to talk about the joke. I'm going to have you tell. Uh, ah, yes, yeah. <laughs> see, I want to give you a false I'll sense of security. <laughs> no, um, I always like to do this because I can. I grab people in a moment and they're uh, a little bit um, just uh, just real with you for a second because they have to think for a second and try to. You know, try to figure it out. So, um, I struggle sometimes uh, with you, f- with first responders that I have on, because I, you know, I don't want to ask the question like, "What's the worst call you've ever been on?" or, you know, like that might be entertaining, but I don't really want to traumatize anyone with that <laughs> necessarily. Um, but I think, uh, I think what I'll ask you, um, I'll start with you, uh, Chief Holland, is. Um, You've been with us for a long time, right? Twenty-seven years—a long time. You just listed off a bunch of the different positions you've held and and talked about. You know that. Um, I want to ask you as far as things that you've been able to achieve or accomplish for the for Crestview for the Crestview Fire Department. What's one? What, just one. It doesn't have to be the exact the top one, but what's one of the ones that you're you were? I want to say most proud of, but I don't necessarily want to make it about you and make it about the fire department itself, or or most excited about that you were able uh, to, to make happen or get done, you know, cause like we have this fire tower, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure Matt's probably pretty excited about that. And we have the, that ladder truck. Was there anything that was that kind of was like a a more of a, uh, milestone moment for you? Uh,
1: I mean, I'll be honest with you. Whenever I had become chief, there were so many small things. Um, uh, chief trailer did a fantastic job when he was here Um, And then whenever he retired, just the the times kind of overtook him. He kind of just got, I hate to use the word, but stagnant. I mean, he did what we needed to be done, but nothing else got done. Um, I know when I became fire chief, I guess uh, not necessarily the accomplishments or anything else that I may have done, um, but the thing I think I'm most proud of, to be honest with you, that nobody really sees is the fact that I listen. I listen – to my crews. I listened to all the guys that are still out there on the line and I just had the common sense about the fact of getting them. They come to me, uh, they're comfortable coming to me and we have that great working relationship. Um, I was able to not knocking my door on anything, but I was able to rebuild, uh, some of our, um, uh, working together with the volunteer departments in the north end because that kind of got destroyed uh, a little bit with our former chief and all that uh so to build that relationship back up but to be able to listen to the guys get them what they need um you know setting a rotation for our new trucks um that was a big thing because we were getting a lot of you know hand-me-downs or getting a lot of um trucks that had been out on the road already so you're uh, talking showing, about like a, establishing a program where we make sure we kind of have like an up-to-date up-to-date equipment yes uh, same thing because it rotates through with our bunker gear was the same thing um bunker gear only has a life of 10 years and we were pushing that and so every time we'd go buy all new gear so we actually was able to set uh, me and my deputy chief work together and established a program now to where we're not only getting them new gear when it's needed but we're also able to get them to where uh, they actually have a backup set so they're not just going in and digging through a bunch of leftovers that is sitting out there so it, uh it, there's a lot I can't really just pick out one I don't really necessarily ever poke my chest out or say I'm going to leave a legacy or anything else um, the best thing is, is just setting up the department, uh, for the future and just keep pushing forward enough and then, uh, getting these guys trained, getting them educated so they can take my spot, uh, whenever I do get to the point to where I can retire and step out and just leave them a great foundation to be able to slowly just keep continuing to build from that.
0: Cool. I mean, I think, uh, I think that speaks for itself, you know, you It may not be in in a one moment or a point in time, but establishing that uh, communication and that, uh, I don't you know, just the ability for the, your firefighters to say, you know, I'm proud to be a Crestview firefighter and I'm glad that I feel like I'm taken care of and I feel like I'm being heard and I feel I'm safe and I feel I'm well-trained and you know, those things are important to yeah. any position, but especially someone who's putting their, their selves in, in danger.
1: Well, it makes it feel even better whenever, uh, like I said, I've been here for 27 and I know we keep saying that, but, um, for a long, long time, we just felt like we were the rejects of the of the county period to be honest with you Um, but now i mean my gosh they're talking about crestview i think they went to atlanta and there were instructors over there talking about how crestview has been moving forward and the great things that crestview is doing and so we're definitely moving in the right direction to where our name's getting out there and we have um, I always, like I said, I always stay in contact with all my guys. So I always every now and then, Hey, is anybody talking about leaving? Is anybody, cause we'll hear about new job positions and nobody, there's nobody that wants to leave. Uh, I think the last one that left was one of our lieutenants, Kelly. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. We've retained, uh, uh, pretty much everyone in the past two to three years.
2: Yeah. Very awesome. few
1: departures. Yep, yeah, and she left uh, due to uh, the position that she was uh, applied for was uh, to move from a lieutenant to a captain's position, and uh, we're extremely proud of her. Yeah, um, She did great over there, She did, and she got hired on with uh, with Walton County. Cool. And uh, But that was to, to take a promotion and uh, to be on a ladder truck as well over there, so we're proud of her. So like I said, we're retaining all of our guys, and uh, they, they love to be here. And awesome. we actually have some that just keep knocking on our door wanting to be here, so yeah. that's good. No, that
0: is good um I I'm I'm glad that we uh have that problem because that's a that's a way better problem than empty bucks, bucks yes. or empty seats on the on the fire truck absolutely um uh Matt um I we got a just a couple more minutes I'm not gonna I see you looking a little scared over there I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> You're do gonna it you question me off no the, off the cuff yeah um uh I I will say this so you 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 said you wanted to be a firefighter you knew that's what you wanted to do so So just briefly, um, was there just like a moment when you were young or when you were a teenager where
2: you saw something happen or saw a firefighter do something and you were like, man, that's what I really want to do? Uh, Honestly, I got to relate this back to even uh, Little League Baseball. I had a coach, his name was uh, Mike Agora. He was a phenomenal man. He still is a phenomenal man. He retired the deputy chief of Boca Raton uh, Fire Department. And he uh, honestly was like a second father. And he had me for several years on his team. And I always thought very very highly of fireman, just due to his character and it kind of just always made me say you know Mike's a fireman, and this kind of firemen, it just made me want to do it too plus it was, it was really neat to see uh them in operation yeah uh, you know when you're when you're a child you're in awe
0: yeah especially if they they're a functioning team that works really well and they're just like kicking butt yeah i can imagine Boku raton yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right gentlemen again you know we're we're out of time here but i want to say thank you again both for taking time out of your day uh thank to you join for having me us. and um as always to any of the citizens that are listening i really appreciate anyone takes the time to pay attention to what we got going on here and keep paying attention to it because we only got cooler and cooler stuff going on with the fire department the police department with city hall and everything Crestview's moving up and we're moving on um uh before we go i do want to say again i do want to give a shout out i want to say thank you to all the legislators the governor everyone that helped us secure these funds everyone else that worked on it you know we're Mm -hmm. really appreciative of not only the seven hundred thousand, but the other 1.2 million that we've got for saying i'm going to have another episode where we talk about some of that but um i just want to say thank you to all them and um uh thank you Crestview.